Welcome back to our study of the book of Judges. What we're doing, we're looking at people in the book of Judges that God used to make a difference and how God worked in their lives and how God brought about amazing things as they made themselves available to him. But we also see the human side, and I want to especially uh, deal with that when we come to the person we're looking at now. His name is Samson. And uh, I want you to, to notice, first of all, what happened when he was born and the commitment that God asked of him and his parents. In verse 5, the Bible tells a woman in Israel that she's going to have a son, and she said, God said, you'll become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor because the boy is to be a Nazarite dedicated to God from the womb. He will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. And she told her husband what had happened, and they both prayed, and they, they said that they would obey God and do whatever God told them to do. And God had a, had a vow of separation for this man. No, he was not to drink any strong drink. He's not to have a razor on his head. He's not to get around things that are dead. He's to separate from the type of life that would keep him from being what God wanted him to be. And so that was the, the parents were told this even before he was born. And Samson, after he grew up, he had amazing physical power. One day in a battle, he himself killed about a thousand people. And, uh, and he also burned the cornfields of the Philistines. God was using him to bring victory to Israel. And, but gradually, he, he began to compromise. He began to just uh, let, the, let the devil have his way. And he, he didn't ever renounce his vows of commitment to God by what he said, but he did it by what he practiced. First of all, he chose the wrong kind of friends. The Bible says he married an unbelieving woman from Philistia. And he said the reason why, she looks good to me. He was living only by his physical desires and not by his commitment to God. And if we live by our desires, we get into all kinds of trouble. Somebody said, well, if it feels good, do it. Well, if you, if you follow that philosophy, your, your life is going to be a total fiasco because Oftentimes what feels good can't be done. Often what we want can't be had, often unless we want to get ourselves into a world of hurt. And he also feasted with all his enemies. He had big banquets with them. He associated with them all the time. He spent more time with the enemy than he did with the followers of God. He also broke his vow to not be around dead things because he killed a lion and, and he uh, touched the lion and on and on and on, there was one symbol that had still remained true, and that was his hair. He had never cut his hair, just as God told him not to do, as a symbol of the fact that he was obedient to God. But he was backslidden in his heart. He was filled with his own ways, the Bible says. And there are certain marks that that uh, show that when we begin to go that way. One thing, he he was filled with his own words, and and he spoke... Uh, from a tongue that was not controlled by God, and he, he was filled with his own works. He, he had no heart, no heart, no joy in doing what he did, and he was filled with indulgence and appetites and desires that were wrong, and he was filled with his own feelings and emotions. He simply uh, 
went about doing what he felt, and he had his own hostilities. He had grievances and grudges that he held, and he was filled with his own cares and worries. He had uh, no desire to to do the right thing with his possessions. So here's a man who has gone from one of God's special ones to reject God's call upon his life and and how to do this. So finally, this woman that he has committed himself to deceives him, and she uh, allows the Philistines to help her, and they cut off his hair, which is the final the final commitment to God, the final symbol of his commitment, and he loses all of his strength. And see, when we live by physical desires, they come back to haunt us, and that's what happened to him. And the Bible talks about in verse chapter 4 of Philippians, those whose God is their desires, and if that becomes our God, then we're in for difficulty. He also presumed on God. He thought he could do as he pleased, and God would continue to empower and bless him. And God did for a while, but soon that was over. You see, he did not know that the Lord had departed from him once his hair was cut because he still thought that he would have that power, but he thought he had that power. He thought it was automatic. He didn't realize that it was dependent upon God. And when you and I as Christians begin to just kind of float along, we just begin to kind of just just live without really spending time with God, without being faithful in worship, without being in God's house regularly, without reading our Bible and praying and trusting God. What happens is before long we begin to think we can do it. And then when the real trouble comes or difficulty comes, we are shown to be terribly, terribly inadequate. And he also believed the devil's lies, and he he refused to follow God's way. Now, the result was that he lost his power. He lost his ability to have God's strength. He lost his sight. These enemies gouged out his eyes. Now, he was already blind spiritually, but when a man gets away from God, he can't see very well. I've met many people who were once strong, but now they say, I don't see things quite like I used to. Why? Because they've gotten away from God. And so that's what had happened to him. But finally, uh, they brought Samson. Samson repented and asked God to give him new strength that he might do what God wanted him to do. So one day they were having this big celebration at the temple for a pagan god. They brought Samson there. They set him up between two pillars. They were making fun of him, and they were making fun of his God. And Satan is able to reach over and take one pillar of of the building that supported it with one arm and another with the other arm, and he prays that God will give him the strength to bring down that building. And God gives him the strength, and he pulls down the pillars, and the building falls, and hundreds of his enemies were killed as well as Samson himself. You see, God did enable him to come back, but look at what was wasted. He wasted his life. He wasted his opportunity. He wasted all that divine power that God had planned for him. And God says, that's, a, that's just such a terrible use of your life. I say to you today, don't waste what God's given you. Let him use you. 
Let him work through you and you will find the joy of life. God bless you. Have a great day.